The Voice by LGBTQ plus youth and music only on Sin. This is Loud and Queer. Welcome to Loud and Queer. My name is Elizabeth, my pronouns are she, her, and I'm bisexual, and I'm coming to you on Bunurong land, that which was never ceded. And my name's Laura, my pronouns are they, them, I'm queer, and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri land. Uh, what are we, what are we talking about this week, Elizabeth? Uh, so today we're going to be going through our regular news group of news that, sorry. So today we're going to be going through just our regular a weekly dose of news for the week in revolving queer issues around the world. Then we're going to get into a bit of a free-range topic, talking about queer musicians that we've grown up with and that, and also see now, as well as we're going to be listening to your review of the movie Keyboard Fantasies from the Melbourne Queer Film Festival, which sounds exciting. And then finally, of course, we'll be going through our regular froth or not for the week. If you want to get in touch with us, tag us on Instagram or Twitter at SinLoud, that's S-Y-N Loud. And you can follow us on Facebook as well at the Loud and Queer Facebook page. We're going to jump into our news whip now. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki has warned that states passing anti-trans bills could be breaking federal law. Addressing the fact that many state legislators are advancing bills that would ban trans youth from playing in school sports and access transition-related care. Two such bills banning trans kids in sports have advanced in Mississippi and South Dakota, and the governors of both states are expected to sign the orders into law. At least 35 bills have been introduced across the U.S. which seek to ban trans students from playing sports teams that align with their gender identity, according to The Hill. A further 25 bills would prohibit providing gender-affirming medical care to trans youth. New South Wales police have called for witnesses after ABC crime reporter Mark Reddy and others were pelted with eggs by a car full of idiots after, <laughs> after Sydney's Mardi Gras parade. Reddy spoke out about the attack on Sunday morning and reported it to police on Monday. A New South Wales police spokesperson said officers were investigating an assault in Surrey Hills. The spokesperson said the 33-year-old and three friends were walking along Riley Street about 3.30am on Sunday. A red sedan stopped and the four male occupants threw eggs hitting the group, police said. It's understood the vehicle was a red Toyota Corolla with four passengers and police have now received several complaints about the attackers since Sunday. New South Wales police urge any witnesses or anyone with information about the incident to contact Crime Stoppers on 1800 333 000. Singer Jack Vigeon is headlining the inaugural Out, Out and Proud Festival, a new Pride event set for Caloundra on Queensland's Sunshine Coast in, in June. The new festival will take over Caloundra's Kings Beach, a no, 90 minutes north of Brisbane on June 19, 2021. Vigeon will be leading... Vision will lead the entertainment lineup, joined by singer Sheldon Riley, as well as local performers, artists, and DJs. Vision said, "I am so happy to bringing, I am so happy to be bringing my festival stage show to Calandra as part of the Out and Proud Festival. It will be a huge day, and raising money for three charities is great for everyone. I cannot wait to be celebrating with you on the Sunshine Coast." The Out and Proud Festival co-founder David Newman describes the event as loud, proud, and a welcoming celebration of people, pride, and culture. If any of these stories gave you any distress or concern, please contact Life 
uh, Lifeline at 13114 or QLife at 1800 184 527. Welcome back to Loud and Queer on Sin. My name is Elizabeth with my co-host Laura talking about queer musicians that we both grew up with and also listen to now. So Laura, tell me about some queer musicians that you used to listen to when you were younger. Yeah, um, so I started listening to queer musicians like on purpose around like 14, 15, yeah, probably 15 or 16 years old. Uh, I came out pretty early, like 13, 14 as bi, sorry, as bi. Mm. Uh, and I really wanted to see representation for me in media and I spent a lot of time googling movies and music and all sorts of things trying to find queer rep and (laughs) I wasn't very successful with the movies uh we talked about that last week luckily it's changed a lot and the representation has gotten hugely better and there are there's way more of it um but there was a lot more queer music. I think when you're that kind of artist, you get more free reign to be just really like wacky and outside the norm. So being queer isn't that strange, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it often can get be that sort of that look. Like I, I definitely know that there were times with my family where we'd be kind of like, oh, you hear this musician or artist has come out as like gay or bisexual or, or, or trans and they kind of have this look of like, oh, okay, like they're an artist, that's just their thing. And it's like, what? So it actually comes with a bit of stigma to it. A bit, yeah. It's not really that serious, yeah. Sadly, but Uh, at least it's a bit more of a safer space, I guess. Like it's not as, it's not as critical, I guess. Or no, it still is seen as critical by people, but like. It's more like patronised. That's the word. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than like people erasing it, they just don't take it seriously, yeah. which is annoying. That's, that's just as <laughs> bad. To put it lightly, it's annoying. It's it's almost erasure. Yeah. Basically, uh, it's frustrating, but such. As but well. I think we've got. Yeah. But I think we've got more bisexual people on our lists that I'm reading right now than like gay, just flat out gay. Yeah. Because like. Normally I feel like you get, you know, actors who are like, I'm gay or like famous people in history. They're in the, they're like famous for being gay. Like you don't know a lot. Of, we don't know like tons of trans people in history. Yeah. Not to say that they aren't represented or they aren't there, but it's like hard to find them or harder. Yeah. Or if they were there, they've just been actively, well, if they were, they were there, but people have just like history. Like scrubbed them clean of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Regrettably. Yeah, um, but when I was growing up, I listened to like Halsey because that was very teenage <laughs> kind of energy, the very like chaotic by. Uh, <laughs> that I can relate to a lot. That was exactly the same as me. Like that was my one of my big like exposures to it, I guess. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, like sort of one of those artists that was like actively out that I'd heard about that was you know, inspiring, I guess. Yeah, and Halsey's done, like, some really great things and uh, made some great music. I think I got turned off her a little bit um, when she participated in Victoria's Secret that year that Victoria's Secret was like, we would never have a trans woman 
in Victoria's Secret as a model because yeah. it's all about fantasy and trans women aren't fantasy. And so I think once she didn't pull out of that, I'm sure she had a huge contract and she wasn't allowed to and everything, but she didn't say anything against that. And I'm like, if you're queer and you don't, and you're famous and you don't fight against transphobia, I think that's a bad look. Yeah, no, I can agree to that. Oh, like I haven't listened to Holly's music in a long time, not going to lie. Well, it's one of those things where it's like she didn't do anything wrong. She just didn't do anything. So I don't, you know, I still occasionally listen to like East Side or like Colour, Colours? Yeah, Colours. Yeah, (laughs) like Badlands and stuff Mm. Um, because it's like nostalgic. But I think I wonder what happened and if she had objections to that because I, I really want to know I want to ask her yeah I get that like I'll admit when I was growing up there was a lot of I put a lot of dissonance between the music I listened to and the artists like I wasn't I wasn't with a person who'd be like oh my god I love this artist I'm looking at everything about them and everything I want to know so much about it I'd be kind of more like oh it's a song by this person okay I like it like yeah, so like, that's for like, me now. I used to be so invested in bands and things, and now I'm just like, oh, that song sounds good, put it on my playlist. Basically, yeah. <laughs> I think because we went from, like, CDs to just, like, Spotify, so you don't have to buy an album, you don't have to know about the band or be invested in them to buy the the stuff because you're not really buying it anymore. Yeah, yeah. My parents were the kind of people that would always buy the so fresh hits of like oh yeah, or the (laughs) the summer hits, the winter hits. So that was kind of like my big because I never used Spotify much. So that was like my big exposure (laughs) to a lot of music. That's so good. Some of that stuff's really straight, and some of it's so straight that it's gay. I know. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Oh my god, I get that. It's so funny. Like I still, I'm pretty sure. Like I can look back and I'd find like the so fresh hits. Like for like the both both like versions of it. Like the summer and winter one for every year from like 2019 through like 2014. I probably could find them in the house somewhere. Not now. They're probably like locked up in the garage right now. But like they exist out there. I know they do. Yeah, and, like, you've got Adam Lambert written down. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure for quite a while he he's gay. Yeah. And he came out gay pretty early in his career, but before he got quite famous, he just flat out, I think, sang, like, hetero lyrics, like had she, her pronouns in, yeah. in his songs that he was singing about, like, a, a relationship. And I'm like, dude, just make it gay. Like you already look like that. Like, like have you seen how Adam Lambert looks? He does not. Oh, I don't know how yeah. anyone could believe he was straight. Yeah, I remember. Like, <laughs> I like. I remember because I'd often like you know like look up you know the songs on YouTube to like you know read the lyrics and everything. And I found there's like one for one of his songs like Running, I think it was, and it just had like yeah. a picture of him just like leaning against a wall, all dramatic, and it's just like you do not look straight. Yeah. Like you do no. not look. <laughs> queer as hell and I love it me too like he, it was also he's just such a good singer god I love him yeah <laughs> who, who else did you have um like 
Well, I can say like from part of your list, like I listened to a lot, I listened to a bit of Dirty as well growing up, which is really nice. Like, oh, yeah. a lot, I, when I was going through the list, actually, when we agreed on the topic, I like I found this huge list that talked about all these different singers and like songwriters that were that were queer. And I'm just thinking, well, not were, are queer. And I was being like, oh my God, I never knew this. Like, because yeah. I loved, I grew up loving like the Black Eyed Peas and listening to Fergie, loving Lady Gaga, loving, enjoying my Sarah's music. And only now I found out that Fergie and Lady Gaga are bisexual and my Sarah's is pansexual. I was just like, where yeah. where was I? Was I living under a rock or something? I know, right? I didn't know about Fergie or Lady Gaga. I knew about Miley because she just doesn't shut up. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. But yeah, Fergie was like my introduction to sexuality. I bought The Duchess when I was like mm. too young, probably like 10, and I listened to it on repeat <laughs> and I had a huge crush on Fergie and I didn't know it yet, you know? It was one of those. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was yeah, listening to like my family loved the Black Eyed Peas, so like we had their album. So like listening to it like on yeah. long drives and just being like, God, I love this woman. She's so such a good singer and she's so pretty. And then yeah, that just again, as we talk about it, it all yeah. just went right over my head until like late, later on, kind of like, oh, actually, <laughs> this explains a lot. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, and growing up, I li- I also listened to like Haley Kiyoko and Troy Sivan, which I feel kind of sit in a similar realm of like young coming of age queer you know when their their music their early music like Hayley Kiyoko's uh Girls Like Girls and like Troye Sivan's Blue Neighborhood series and like those music videos I don't know if you've seen those music videos yeah I think I have yeah it's been a while, but I Haley Kiyoko's one, like one girl steals another girl, like they're teenagers, steals another girl from her boyfriend, and her boyfriend's like so angry and like hits her and it's awful, but then they like fall in love and like ride off into the sunset. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I remember that one. That was And there were Troy Savan, it's like Bloom. It's this it's a trilogy, I can't remember the name of all the songs, but uh it's like hit like a young boy like teenager uh in a small town falling in love and like I'm from the same city as Troy Suan so I feel I don't know I felt something with that I think uh and yeah yeah, it's just cute as hell it's good to see that representation yeah I I, oh a hundred percent like I again like I, I remember listening to so much of this music and like I don't think I realized until we'd be like a few years after because again like I wasn't keeping track of the artist I'd just be like hey Troye Sivan I love his music and then and then like when I found out I was kind of like you know what this explains a lot looking back on his music Mm. oh yeah it's really good (laughs) what do you listen to now do you like seek out queer musicians do you sort of just happen upon Um, them a lot of the times I tend to happen upon them but I will admit which is totally not shameless plugging in for this show or anything but like listening to a lot of the music actually from the playlist and stuff on Spotify has been really good because it's been exposing me to a lot more of a, a lot more queer musicians because I yeah because again I like I just said I tend to stumble upon them I don't go <coughs> actively seeking them out which can kind of suck when you want to expose yourself to more 
more to more music and if, if you're not actually looking it out you just kind of look for the next big whatever the next big song is or whatever the next the next big tiktok yeah. craze song is like you know what i mean it's it's a big it's it's different but it's like i'm glad to be listening to more artists like uh g flip i've been listening to more which was she's such, so good she's music. a local so one good. i think she's from brisbane or sydney yes exactly you can never go wrong with more uh, Australian yep. queer artists. It's ever. true. On my list, I also, for Australian artists, I had Alex the Astronaut. She's another one. Uh, when I was a little bit later into my oh, teens, yeah. I was really into her because I just liked the vibe and I was all, like, questioning myself and not even, like, in terms of sexuality. I was just, like, trying to figure out the world and she had that kind of energy too. It was cute. And then, like, Hope D as well, who we interviewed on the show, uh, from Brisbane. Yeah, Brisbane. Yeah, uh, yeah. I like uh, what you. you do with her. Uh, and Montaigne, I think, is probably my favourite these days. I think she's from Sydney and is bi as well. Ooh. I can't remember I can't remember much of her music. I have to, I have she's to go back got and very, listen to it. She, <laughs> is really inspired by like 80s queer musicians like queen that kind of thing but she's got this kind of operatic oh. voice that's like oh, it's so cool it's just really cool i'm gonna play some montaigne again soon on the yeah, show I'm probably next week do it yeah i'm a sucker for like really nice dramatic yes, music you like, like this you'd be you'd catch me <laughs> Oh, yeah, like you'd be the one catching me listening on YouTube to, like, you know, the epic trailer version of songs, <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, gosh. I I think, I don't know, I think um, I, I feel like I kind of was really obsessed with queer music, like, a couple years ago. And I just, like, drifted away into, like, I got into a weird territory of, like, <laughs> almost country music, like, beatnik style. I don't know what oh, to call really? that in, like, music genre forms, but, like, beatnik. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I get the feeling. I um, I don't know how that happened. I think it just came from, like, watching a, a lot of YouTube and stuff. But, like, I fell into listening to a lot of, like, non like royalty free soundtrack oh, yeah. like techno remix songs i i don't know where that came from but like i just like found myself like having a playlist just like full of them and i'd just be sitting there Something like <laughs> i don't know where this came from i mean they're good and again non yeah. royalty free so like you can't go wrong there i can yeah, play true. them where i want i uh i had a phase of listening to like soundtracks from video games like fantasy video games yeah yeah uh i think we'll wrap up soon but who else would you like to shout out some other queer musicians that you've been listening to lately oh god um God, I can't actually think of any right now because I haven't been listening to a lot of music lately. I've been kind of focused on, like, <laughs> honestly playing video games, so I've been listening to more video Are game music, queer, if anything. <laughs> like, you've mentioned a couple video games where you can play, like, a queer character or 
change the gender when you yeah, could in I the mean, past? I think a friend of mine. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that was in like oh, the new yeah. Assassin's Creed games. Like that actually was a good thing because like in the new most recent game, like you can pick like there's obviously is just like the two genders. Hopefully someday we'll get like more. But it was an option like you could pick it out at the start of the game but you could change it whenever you wanted. Oh, like yeah. if you weren't like stuck with it at the time, which is like progress. I'm calling it progress, but we can go further. Um, but like, I don't know. Like I, one thing from that franchise has always been like the, like the main soundtrack song. Like it's funny because they have this, one of the main characters from like the older games, this character mm-hmm. named Ezio, that man could have been, that man breathes <laughs> bisexual vibes, just just saying, oh just gosh. saying. Um, but, but like, his main theme music as a character has been, like, utilised through every single game since then. Like, slight changes to it, obviously, with, like, different worlds and, like, well, diff- well different, like, time periods and cultures and everything. But, like, the same sort of tune is always there and it's like, this is my yeah. favourite song. <laughs> Cute. So for final topic of the show, we're going to be getting into our classic froth or not. So Laura, what was a froth for you for this week? Oh my gosh, I got a job offer this week. <gasps> yes. yes, like yes. dream Congratulations. job. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, I applied for this job at a rural newspaper, and it's a cadetship. Like, as I want to be a reporter, I really want to be a journalist. Uh, it's what I studied for the last three years, and I've been looking for work for a few months. And I finally I got an interview, and they called me like two days later, asked me if I wanted the job, and I said yeah. So actually, I'm moving to rural New South Wales. Oh my god! <laughs> in like three weeks. <laughs> oh my god! Congratulations! Thank you. It's, it's so good. Wild, but I feel good about it. Oh, 100%. It's, it's kind of like a year-long program, so after a year I can probably see where I'm, how I'm feeling and maybe move back to the, the big smoke if I feel like it. So, you know, we'll see if <laughs> I'm a country person at heart or not. <laughs> Fair enough, but that's so good. It's like it's such a – it's that's a big change, but it sounds oh, really yeah. exciting. Oh, yeah, and I'm going to be working full-time for the first time in my life. It's going to be Ooh. a bit wild. The big nine to five grind. Uh, no, it'll be good. It'll be good. They're training me. They're going to show me the ropes. It's going to be amazing. I oh, that really does sound it. amazing. My God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's your thought this week, Elizabeth? Um, nothing much. I will be honest. Like the big thing is that I finally got my PC all set up, so it's looking all nice and fancy right now. Like it's got like got nice tempered glass on the side of it which you know lights up with lots of colors it looks really nice like the 
keyboard also changes colors same as the mouse it all it's all connected and it looks really cool (laughs) that's so exciting have you like used it for any editing yet I know you got it for some film editing yeah, um, I haven't yet because, well, I haven't had anything to, to edit just yet. Um, but it's funny, I got to spend a little bit of time like readjusting my setup because like all Adobe products have like the default setup and I don't like the default setup. So I got to fix that. <laughs> oh, okay. So very fiddly stuff coming up for you. Oh, yeah. Like I've still got it on my laptop if all else fails, but like it's good to actually have a like a proper PC to get some work done on it. Like yeah. I'm currently using like one of the monitors in my house that was from like a computer that like no one ever used. So I was just kind of like, yeah, no, I'm not going to use this. I'm just going to yoink it. Yeah. But when it's yeah. like a family PC and you want to do yeah. some fancy stuff with it. Basically like yeah. it's, it's exciting. Cause again, like this is my, this is just my PC. Cause like we have like another PC in, in the family room but like that one's mainly used by my mom for her work and stuff so it's like it's basically like we I say it's a family PC but it's basically just my mom's yeah she's got (laughs) first first dibs on it (laughs) yeah which is like fair enough for the most part but like the other thing is like I also got it for gaming and my mom is a huge gamer so like if she's not doing her like proper school work on it like well school she's a teacher so like proper like work like that she's just playing a game on it which honestly I relate to that because that is me that is 100% me she is what got me into gaming so like, uh, I see well that's cute I love that yeah <laughs> so what about you for any knots this week any like my knot my knot isn't even that bad it's that That's I've grown so many tomatoes in my veggie patch that I am getting sick of tomatoes. And Elizabeth, <laughs> I'm part Italian. I'm not allowed to get sick of tomatoes. Blasphemy. <laughs> Literally. Uh, but, yeah, it's been... If you need it, I'll come and yoink some for you. Oh, please. I need to start giving them away. I've got three bowls full of them. No, you got to sell them. That's what you got to do. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Oof, effort. Oh, I'm already moving and you want me to start up a side business. God. Did you have any nuts? Um, nothing, like, no, nothing big, I guess, like, because mm. I'm just starting back at uni right now, I guess. Like, mm, I'm, yeah. like, I'm just, like, one of my courses is very, like, writing-based. Like, I've had, currently, like, I've discovered I'm going to be writing, like, 600 words every week which is like it's it's doable every compared week. to other things it's doable yeah oh gosh but legitimately before this, before this class like I just submit something by 12 this today just to get it yeah. in on time and it's just like oh well I knew masters was going to be a, a step up in the workload but now that I have this step up in the workload I don't want it yeah oh for sure uh but Masters, that's so exciting. Is it your first year of it? Yeah, first year. It goes for two years, which is exciting. Cool. It's like a lot to it, but it's a new change, exactly a bit like what, yeah. you've, what you've got now, which that's honestly so exciting. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Well, yeah, if I didn't, uh, if I didn't get this job, I actually did have another job offer for a comms company and I was going to just work there and do a Masters in the city. So, Ooh. yeah, I was actually going to kind of follow that 
like train of thought as well. Um, but I'm just going to do that another time. Maybe after my cadetship, maybe later on, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I, that sounds good. I think it's, you know, everyone should study what they're passionate about, you know, or do what they're passionate about. Oh, a hundred percent. It's, it's good. Like, as long as you're able to, like that, you should always be trying to gain more experience. I, I view. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just doing something you care about, whether that's studying or making something or working or having a veggie patch or whatever, <laughs> or playing games, like that's that's what life is about. Yeah. That's what's important. Well, like I guess we can kind of just say like both afternoons are looking pretty bright right now. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Welcome back to Loud and Queer. I'm your host, Elizabeth, with my co-host, Laura. If you want to check out the show on our other socials, you can check us out on Twitter and Instagram at SynLoud. That's at S-Y-N Loud. You can also check out this podcast and previous podcasts on uh, Omi, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Today we talked about just our regular news, musicians that we've been, that queer musicians that we've grown up with and uh, inspired by over that recently, as well as we listened to a review of Keyboard Fantasies by Laura for the Queer Melbourne Queer Film Festival, and we listened to our Froth or Not. Thank you for listening to all that today. We love to have you uh, listening to the show, and we hope your Sunday afternoon has been a lovely one. If you want to chat with us more, you can join our Facebook group, the CN Loud and Queer Community Cafeteria or the Loud and Queer Facebook page. And Spotify, if you want to hear our music again, jump onto Spotify, search the Loud and Queer Mixtape uh, 2021, and you'll be able to hear all the music we've played this year so far. Uh, we'll see you next Sunday at 3. My name's Laura. And I'm Elizabeth. And you're listening to Loud and Queer. This is Loud and Queer.